Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. And welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop. It's Steve here, Varent. Ah, Steve, it's been too long. We've had, we had our whole winter break over here, same with you. Hey, sadly, your winter break is always different than mine. Mine involves snowblowers and snowmen, real snowmen. Yours involves, like, trees and grass. <laughs> yes, it does. We did have snow flurries, but they didn't stick on the ground at all. So, yeah. <laughs> Woo! I would have a flurry or two over here. But yeah, I had a wonderful uh, holiday. I hope you had a great holiday as well. But sadly, we didn't do anything for the last two weeks because they both were uh, major holidays for us uh, here in America. And so we didn't actually do that. Well, I think we'll spend time with our family as opposed to do a co-op chat. Though we do love each and every one of you as well. I'm going to probably start digging a hole here, Steve. So I'm just going to stop. <laughs> I don't think our wives would have appreciated us to be like, you know what? I know Christmas morning is happening right now, but I really have to go to go do a stream downstairs so. <laughs> that's right just have the kids hold on we're not gonna open presents yet i'll be right back there and talk to steve yep, that's right. that, would, that's that right. would that would win the game that would, exactly that's what you call a loss a co-op loss right there oh boy hey the welcome marcel and snow and dr and dr han thanks for being here so good to see you all like this is gonna be fun to do some chit chatting it we is get, like stuff like great like uh, background music like we're at a club. Next time, next week, I'll I'll figure it out. We'll do it next week. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, if you're first time joining us, welcome. This is the co-op chat. It is kind of unscripted, off the cuff type fun chat. We talk about anything and everything, but we we do focus on co-op games. We generally, ooh, Marcel's a good point. Meet me at the table of music. Oh, I can do that. Can, I, got can some, I got some beats I could lay down. Okay, not yeah. beats laying down. My <laughs> wife would probably be rolling her eyes right now if she heard me say that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, next week we'll put some meet me at the table music in the background. I'll talk about games we're excited for. I'm excited for a lot of games. Everybody's excited for games. Games, games, show me games. <laughs> I will play any kind of game. Oh, yes, for sure. There's so many things coming out too. So let's start with let's see. Let's start with ooh. Let's start with this one that we've. It's been a long time coming, and right, I know right. we both tried it out, and that one is going to be uh, Oathsworn. Oathsworn. This game looks sweet. It's got a nice set of mechanics that are going to be sweetness. It's got a long story that you get to go through before you even get to a giant boss fight. So instead of like a settlement phase that you have from Kingdom Death, you get like this engrossed story that you get to learn about these characters or even get to recruit new ones and things like this. Um, the card mechanics are amazing. You can do a real powerful move, but you got to make it come cycling back in order to get back to you, things like this. It's got a, uh, it's got giant miniatures. Uh, the only problem is you don't know what you're fighting if you do it this way. You can do it this way. Uh, you don't know what you're fighting until you get to the actual battle. So... When I record this, I'm going to have to do the entire story part as one thing. And then as we get to the battle, I'm going to put it on the battle board, open the box, and be, and we're going to see this guy next time because I have to paint it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I got a question for Marcel for Barrett. It says, you went for the standee version, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. That's sarcasm. That is sarcasm. Um, yep. No. No. Of course not. This one, I may have not only I, I gone, maybe went a little bit all in on this one with the big giant trees. I got the push to fit. That's an interesting thing that I haven't seen very often. They've got push to fit like 
uh, weaponry. So if you get like if oh. your guy is wielding an axe, you can give an axe, you give you an axe armor you put on him, and then it, later you might be able to upgrade that to like a giant spear or something. That whole arm removes, or that like part of him removes, or her, and then the next one you can then you just push to fit the next one right in. And now it's got a spear and stuff like that. So it's a really cool system. So the good news is they don't have to magnetize these miniatures to put the right weapons on like I do in Kingdom Death. Did you play this one or try a demo it? I can't remember if you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm one of those people who got to throw the rat at the rat. Oh, awesome. Yeah, oh, I demoed th this as well. We demoed it at uh, one of the Gen Cons. It was a lot of fun. I really liked this one. It felt, like, it felt so dynamic when we were playing it. Like, I mean, and, and things just made sense. Like you said, yeah, you pick up a rat and throw it at his mom, right? I think we had something to do with the tree, too. We could, like, to mess with the trees in the area. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the cooldown system is awesome. It reminded me a little bit of Sword and Sorcery, but I do like how this one worked, where it, like, slid down the track until you got rid of it, got back. Yeah. It really planned for it. And um, the other thing is this one can be used with rolling dice or drawing yep. cards from a deck. Boom, I forgot about that part. Yes, mm -hmm. I'll be rolling the dice. Ah, it's hard to say. I roll dice when I record it, but I won't roll dice when I'm playing it. Um, that seems to be my luck. And if I'm playing with Colin, I'm never allowed to roll dice against him. Because <laughs> for some reason, I destroy all his characters every time. Like, okay, what do I need to roll? I need to roll these blank symbols. Hit, hit, super hit. How's that? Is that good? <laughs> no, that's not good, he said. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, this game, it, this game was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was a blast. It's going to be a huge game. And it, it's cool because, like, it has this narrative element to it. But I believe there's ways you can skip over the narrative as well if you don't want to get into nuance and still play through the game. They did, they did a lot of things to, like, adjust the play style for different different uh, likes and dislikes for this one. And I do like the fact that you can do that. They, I mean, Madara does that, too. They've got those spark notes. When we played, we just used those because I know otherwise it'd be a long stream of words and stuff. Because it's a huge story. So, yeah, it's nice to have games coming out that are doing that. For sure. Yeah, this is going to be a huge delivery. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be one of those big boxes that shows up. Oh, for sure. That's also one. Do you know when this one's um, scheduled to deliver by chance? Uh, this year. Fair I enough. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. this, is, this has been the one that's been delayed a lot, or like changed, or like it's just got yeah. so much happening. It's hard to hard to guess. Look on the bright side. It's a has a better chance of delivering this year probably than anything Kingdom Death is throwing out because he just sent out a message again saying something like, "Oh, you know, shipping's a little weird right now. Not sure we're going to be pushing this back." I'm like, really? Again, pushing back. <laughs> Uh, Marceau. Oh, oh yeah, Robin's giving me crap. <laughs> Huge delivery for Barrett? Never. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So my, my kids Love stopped it. being excited when a box would show up thinking it's theirs. They've stopped doing that. Because <laughs> they know it's most likely mine. Yeah, so I guess Oathsworn and Anne's Trespass are my entries into boss battlers. Sorry, yes. Tansel, Tansel Primal Monster Hunter. Which is true. true. There's been there's been a lot of like really cool boss battlers uh, lately. Yeah, and all of those um, games are big ones. Oops. Yeah, and it all kind of stemmed, I think, from the play of Kingdom Death. I really think a lot of people saw the design and tried to work inside that design space. Yep. I, and it's interesting to see which ones came out first. I was kind of interested of all these big ones that are coming out, like Oathsworn, they're like saying Aeon's Trespass, things like this. It was Townsfolk Tussle that actually made it to people's hands. Yeah, that was that was a quick turnaround. I was surprised with that one. Yeah, did a good job. Mm hmm. 
Cool. Okay, let's keep moving on. Let's move on to one we're both getting for sure. It's another huge one. This one I think might hit April for US. I think March for everyone else. That is a uh, Marvel United X Men. <clears throat> another giant delivery. I I don't know if you Not, saw the yeah. up, update recently, Barry, but they showed the Kickstarter exclusive box. It is three layers deep. Oh. That's that's sweetness. That's a lot wow. of miniatures. <laughs> that's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm getting Colin. Well, interesting story. Colin and I talked about this one since he got the Marvel one. I thought I'd get the X Men one, mm -hmm. and then after I completely went all in on this thing, Colin messaged me and says I couldn't stop myself. I went all in. I'm like, what? Wait, Colin went so all I in too? I thought out. I thought you guys were so one. So I backed out, and then after that, he was after about after it like the whole thing was over about. Form, right about when it delivered the base box to you, I was like, oh my gosh, they've got the X-Men game. you got the X-Men one. He goes, yeah, you know, why don't you go ahead and take that one? I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I would have probably gone all in on it then. <laughs> so he's, he, I'm the one getting X-Men, but it's actually being shipped to his house because he's the one that actually backed it, which is kind of funny. So I had to, we had to do some finagling and now I'm, I'm the one that's actually getting it. We, this is, we've gotten to the point now where it comes to these big games that we're focusing to working on together to get these, because there's no reason for both of us to own something like this, uh, since we live so close to each other and get a chance to play games together. And so he can record it, I can record it, and we usually drop these games back and forth. Like, actually, right now I have his, no, I had his Marvel United, no, I have his Marvel United, it's actually out there, my son and I were playing it. So I have his Marvel United right now. Um, and then if he ever wants it back, he just calls me or if I finish playing it, I send it back. And we do have a lot of games now because there's no reason since we're so close to both of us paying $400 for a game on Kickstarter when we can just kind of pass it back and forth. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, this one I'm super excited for. I did get the X-Men core delivered early and, uh, loved it. Like, I think they did an, it's even more value than the previous core. Uh, just because all the flexibility of having those purple characters, those those you can play as heroes and villains, and I like what I'm seeing with the direction of the character design too. They're taking a little a, a step further uh, than what was in the the previous uh, series. So loving, loving, loving this one. Can't wait to get the rest of it, especially with the Sentinels, because I know. We basically knew the rules for the Sentinels, and so Kim and I decided to do a playthrough of those, and we kind of just had to assume what the health value were. But if they work as what was advertised, those are awesome. They add another layer of puzzle depth to the game uh, because you can't always play the optimal move because the optimal move changes based upon where you are in relation to those Sentinels, which is really, really fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to dig into that one and see them. There's a ton of miniatures again, though, so it's another one of those where I'd probably paint the ones as I want to play them. It's not gonna be like I'm gonna paint this whole game, sit down and do it. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marcel mentioned about painting them too because uh, they they are a fun paint. I've heard I've heard Marcel mention it, and I've heard I know Howard's been having fun painting them. But there's gonna be a ton of miniatures to paint for sure. And the good news is you can find pictures of them all over the internet, so you can paint them exactly oh, how yeah. they're supposed to be. Which is pretty oh, cool. For sure. But yeah, this one will for sure take over the channel for probably a good month or two when it arrives, <laughs> judging by all the content and how much uh, we like it over here. <laughs> so this was uh, this was a big surprise for me. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Yeah. But yeah, Marvel United X-Men. Can't wait for all the X-Men. Plus, I'm an X-Men fan. I love X-Men. Right. 
Let's move right. on to another one. This one is kind of a, speaking of taking a game and kind of tweaking the original formula, uh, 7th Citadel. Oh yeah, this one I'm excited for. If those don't know, I've done actually two complete playthroughs of the 7th Continent on my channel. Super fun. Um, I can't get enough of this type of game. And then this one is just going to add layer upon layer. It's adding layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. It's not just adding like one thing. I mean, this is like, a, it is a whole new game. And the system is still similar with the cards you're putting down and exploring the tiles that are there and stuff like that. But now it's adding in potentially like NPCs. Um, it's adding in like, I believe like a base camp type concept. And you can like go out on, instead of doing qu curses, it almost seems like you could be doing like different quests and things like that mm -hmm. to find mm -hmm. Find other maybe potential quest givers or quest uh, objects along the way and, uh, and explores even more. You're able to, I think, upgrade your decks and stuff as you're going through this. I, there's a, just so much. I think it's like they took the Seventh Continent and went, took everybody's like feedback about like what they wish they could have done with Seventh Continent. Like, hey, it would be really cool if you could have done this. Oh, it would have been neat if this would have happened. And they made this game. And yeah. it's going to be awesome. And it better deliver this year. Fingers crossed! <laughs> fingers crossed! It comes out this year. We'll see. Um, some, I mean, it, it's you never know. Sometimes, I mean, these, these they are kind of. I shouldn't say small publisher, but I mean, they, they really are only like seventh continent, and so now it's just this. So right. we'll see. Hopefully, it hopefully it does come, and they're able to get it done. Right. Yeah. This I I get the same impression that you did you when you mentioned this. Like this sounds like they took all the feedback and made this game from that feedback from Seventh Continent. So I'm really excited to see what this turns out to be. I haven't played Seventh Continent, and I did not jump into this one because just I don't know. It looks it's probably something I'd really enjoy, but I'm not sure how if it's gonna be something I want to stick around my collection for a while. I guess what comes down to it. So. You'll have to find out because this one's going to be good. They did say, I mean, for example, they took out like the hunt. I think they kind of took out the hunting and having to get food from Seventh Continent because people kind of thought that was kind of a drag. Um, I didn't mind it. Um, I thought it was kind of neat that that was in there because all mm -hmm. of a sudden I had this like tension of needing to find a place to get cards back kind of thing. I thought that was really neat. But some people like just the wanting to do the story, which, of course, there is a variant for that um, where you can't die in the Seventh Continent technically. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I, I do like the system of trying to uh, how the cards lay out and you can explore and the world changes as you move through it. It's very, very cool. Very, very yeah. cool concept. I, I guess I didn't know this, but before Colin sold his copy, he actually put the entire continent onto his table. Oh, that's fun. Which is kind of neat. I've never done that, and I don't think I probably ever will because because the continent is finite. I mean, it is, it is right. uh, the amount of cards that whatever it is to be the continent. So it's uh, kind of interesting that he did that. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Marcel mentioned this too. Uh, the card card adventure, uh, which mm. is sounds like seventh content light, which sounds really cool. I and I've seen that <laughs> mentioned a few times. I didn't know about that one. I'll have yeah. to look into that one because I'm yeah. a big fan of seventh. I really like it. I played it twice on the channel. I've played it more than that outside the channel. I introduced somebody to it. They actually enjoyed it. We <laughs> we we did, and we 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 did it. Yeah, we actually played it while my wife and kids actually went to Colorado without me. Uh, for a week, and he actually came over a couple times that day, that that week, and we actually played it because I could leave it set up wherever I wanted it. So it's yeah. kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Kiki uh, on our channel is is the one that mentioned Cart Adventure, so she's a big mm -hmm. fan of these types of games, and yeah, she'd be proud for sure. So <laughs> that's yeah. a good call. Cool. Okay, let's keep moving on. Um, I want to move on to. Talk about another like big open world exploration type game, Stars of Akarios. 
Oh, this is another one. Go, Steve. Oh, so fun. I can't wait for this. When this one was mentioned at launch, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the game. This sounds like the game I've been waiting for. That's what came to my mind. Like, if I always wanted some type of space, kind of almost like an open world where I can jump in a spaceship, fly around, have space battles, land on planets, go explore planets, and this has that. That's This is that type of game. And it's got a similar feel where, where you've got the different um, uh, cards you lay down on the table as you explore the world and stuff like that, so... Yeah, it was been uh yeah, it was like I don't even remember this one. <laughs> what was it? Twenty twenty Kickstarter? It might have been. It's been a while. It's been a while coming. Yeah, yeah, but this one looks really fun. Uh, with some cool land explore world exploration and and yeah, pilots which you can level up and choose different skills. You can upgrade and modify your ship. Um, it's got a, an AI system in it. Um, yeah, very, very excited for this one to deliver. And it sounds like it's delivering this year. I don't remember when, though. That's probably... Should it should be delivering soon. They had an issue with the dice, whether or not everything was ready to go. That's right. That's right. So it should be... And they actually did an unboxing on it, which looked... And they have... The, they're those, they'd use those cool trays with those like little game tray type things, where it actually keeps like all your pilots all together in one thing. Super oh, yeah. excited for that. Where's that picture? There's uh, a picture of that tray near someplace. Yeah. Uh, and also the yeah. like double sided map, which looks really neat. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be awesome! Yes, there are a lot of cool things that this game's got going for it. And this is one of those things where it's like I'm glad this game came out when it's gonna come out because it's one of the first ones that kind of were doing this type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it would have gotten lost in the shuffle if it would have tried to come out now. There's a lot. I say I feel like this is gonna be the year of the space kickstarters. Um, I've already seen like it stemmed from this game and potentially the ISS Vanguard type concept. Like I'm glad this is coming up for them, or it might have gotten drowned out by that one, mm-hmm. um, which is good because this game is going to shine awesome. It's going to be a super cool game. Um, and but I think the ISS Vanguard is kind of in this game probably have sparked people have kind of started moving towards the space thing. As I mean, I just put a preview Kickstarter for Rogue Angels, which looks like a really cool space crawling dungeon crawler. Um, which it hasn't really been, there have been a few made, but they haven't really hit the mark. So I'm excited for this one. I hope this one really hits the mark. I think they've made a pretty easy, straightforward game that is going to be really cool with a lot of neat mechanics. And I think a lot of publishers or even newer producers are kind of moving towards the space genre now because the fantasy genre has been pretty saturated and has a lot of them out there. Um, so it's, it's, it's good to see some in space now. I agree. Yeah, I love I love fantasy too, but like honestly, sci-fi. It's just we don't have enough of them now yet. So I'm really excited to have a lot of these. And I think Marcel's commentary is pretty apt for uh, Stars of Curious, at least how it pre- presented to me, like X-wing dogfights in space and narrative exploring, like except the continent. Like I feel like those yep. two comparisons seem pretty accurate in that. Put those together, and what do you get? Good game. Exactly. Great exactly. game. Fantastic game. You get potential game of the year. <laughs> I, I'm also well, excited. We yeah, I'm excited too that this one actually comes with an app as well, so we can have a fan base missions and created content, which is really cool. So even after you oh, play sure. through all that campaign normally, depending on the player support base, you may have quite a few to go go from there. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for this one too. I'm really, really looking forward to this. This is definitely hit the channel. This for might sure. be the last game that both Colin and I and Bax before we started saying like, "Hey, what? Why am I back in this? If you're back in it, kind of thing." So <laughs> I know we're both getting this game, right? So be thing to we're we're excited to play this together. That's one of the plans too. For sure. Cool. Let me move on to another one I wanted to talk about, and this one um, I had a lot of fun playing it, and I'm looking forward to even more. After playing Assassin's Creed, and that's going to be uh, the V Sabotage Ghost. 
I Boo. Yeah. Get it, ghost. <laughs> it's ghost. Yeah. Uh, love V. Well, it used to be called V Commandos, but they changed to V Sabotage. <laughs> Watch out. It's not V Commandos anymore. I know. I know. But uh, I love this system, and I love the. The tactile elements, the cooperative elements of this, it's so fun. And it's it's nice because it doesn't take too long. Like even the Assassin's Creed, our missions are taking like anywhere from like about around 90 minutes. You know, I mean, that's perfect timing for that type of stuff for a big old miniature type game. And Visa Sabotage is just a faster, it's faster playing and easier to get to the table. And the ghost of this is really cool because it added um, leveling up, which I've been enjoying quite a bit in in uh, Creed, and I'm excited to see it be brought in this environment. And I've done uh, the preview playthroughs of this one, and they add some new dice where you can now manipulate your odds quite a bit. And you can actually, it works really well for solo because you have the ability to build your character in different ways and start even start with equipment too. So you have a lot more levers to pull in this one, and I'm just super, super excited to get this one to the table. Oh, question about this, the name change. Snow, Snow mentioned. Why the name change? Name change is because there was a you can guess a particular video game publisher that uh, decided that their the name V Commandos was too close to a name of another game that they produced. Let's put it that way. What was the and name? V Commando? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not V Commando. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a different. It's a different name. Um, it's okay. it's a it's a commonly word used name, aka Commandos. And so, yeah. because that, they were like, you know, that's too close. You guys got to do something else. And unfortunately, in the board game industry, um, when looking at, you know, being able to challenge it, you don't really have the financials to challenge that type of stuff. Because you are, the margins in board games are so small. You, you don't really make much. So, it's, it's not, you're not able to to um, push back on that type of stuff, unfortunately. So, they decided to, you know what, it's probably best just to rename it. So... Yeah, but that's it's easier to do that. I mean, sure, you're. I don't. I don't know how much of the fan base is going to be upset with something like that. I don't think. Yeah, right. it's well. The unfortunate thing is, like the cards, the backs of the cards all have V commandos on them. So oh. unless you rebought the deck, you would have some mix match and the labeled cards. So it, it unfortunately does cause issues a bit, but um. I mean, what, Is that if you're you trying do? to combine like the games together to kind of do a mission and stuff like that? Because I'm guessing it probably plays off each other. It does. Yeah. Yeah, officially you're not supposed to combine them, but uh, I combine them and I have not had problems with it. So it's just that it was designed to be the separate experiences. Because there's, there's four expansions for this game. Or sorry, three expansions, I should say. There's the core game, there's Resistance, and then Secret Weapons, and now, now Ghost. Uh, Ghost is the one that changes the game play a lot the resistance and, and secret weapons adds adds more variance to to what you already have and they all add more loot you can get more uh, more characters you can play more tactics the tactics are really fun because like secret weapons added uh goliath tanks which are like small man uh, unmanned tanks that were controlled by wire so you would drive them up and explode them. It's basically like a moving TNT thing. <laughs> um, and so it's interesting because the bad guys control them, but there's a control station on the map, so you can you can take it over, and then you can control them and go drive them up to a sub and blow it up, which I may have done in the game. It's really, really fun. And resistance adds, of course, resistance fighters, and you have uh, poison smoke in that one. So you can hit uh, gas barrels and take out everybody in the space unless they weren't gas masks, which is really cool. So there's a lot more like 
nuance into what you interact with in the environments for those games. And then Ghost added the uh, campaign uh, with lo persistent leveling up um, in that and some more solo support stuff like that. So really, really excited for this one. Cannot wait for it to come after playing some Assassin's Creed. So this one's high, high, high on my list. High on the list. Mm -hmm. Cool. We got that. Those are the five games we plan to talk about today that should be delivering this year. Um, honestly, but there are more. There are so many more. <laughs> so many more. That's why we decided to do a two-part episode for this one. Absolutely. Okay. Maybe we'll see how long you get. If we can get through the, uh, the we can probably year. talk about this for a month. Probably. If we yes. thought of three games we're excited for coming out this year, in theory. Um, if you notice, I didn't put Anne's Trespass in here, which is one I'm kind of excited for because I'm a little worried about that. But we might talk about it in the future. Um, we might sure. even have like a honorable mentions, oh, please, oh, please, please come out episode. But right. probably not. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, the, there's so there's so many games coming out. And, yeah, if you guys want us to talk about any particular games come, upcoming that you're excited for too, drop in the comments and we'll, we'll try to cover it. So, yeah, these are the yeah. ones that we decided to start with. And I know I've got a bunch more that I, I can't if wait to talk about. We have to like the game, too. If we don't like your game, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> That's true, too. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a dungeon crawler. I'm sorry. We're not going to talk about it here at Co-op Shop. No, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, <laughs> there, there are a ton of games I play that are not dungeon crawlers. You can probably tell from my wonderful collection back here that there, there, there's a wide variety of games I play. And I enjoy every type of game. And it's... I just enjoy playing games, and I enjoy playing games with people that are really fun and passionate as well. It's usually my goal in life is to not only be passionate of games, but make other people passionate as well. Yeah, I've seen some comments coming up. Darkest Dungeons mentioned. Dungeon Universalis. Universalis. In theory, I'm getting that at some point. Oh, cool. Um, I, the designer reached out to me, or actually he reached out to us, um, and I took it upon my shoulders to potentially do that game. I'm still reading through the 609-page rule book on it, but we're getting... Okay, it's not that big. I'm kidding. But it's it's a big book. It's a big book. Uh, so if it actually does... When it does actually get here, I'll be pretty close to ready to go on that one. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the same without Snow mentioning Primal, of course. <laughs> so. Oh, yes, that's right. She had a comment right at the beginning. It goes, this would be a great year if Primal comes out, and this would be the worst year ever if Primal doesn't come out. Yeah, I don't know when that one's hitting. Coming out, that's a tough one. But that'll be that's gonna be yeah, awesome. Colin, Colin backed that one, so he has all the updates on that. That's the only bad thing about doing this with Colin, where we kind of both back our own type of stuff, but we get, are gonna be able to play it together. Is I don't get the updates on the ones I'm still interested in because I didn't actually back it. Right. Um, in the future, now I we decide who's backing it, and then if he's backing it, I'll actually still do the dollar back, so I can at least get the comments or the, the updates and things like that on it. So I'll actually sure. know kind of what's going on. Yeah, so much in September's is the current trend for Primal. Oh yeah, Burn Cycle in March. Yeah, Burn Cycle. I that's one that I might have regretted not backing. I did not back it because I hadn't played a single Chip Theory game at that time. So now I've played. Um, what's what's the Too Many Bones? I played Too Many Bones since then. Only one time. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And it uh, did. Good. Yep. Good. So that one, uh, I Burn Cycle's got stealth. I love stealth games, so I'm looking for that. Last and Tales was mentioned. That's great too. <laughs> and Ice hey, Guard. Come on, Steve. That's like one of your like ones you really. I'm actually really excited for that one. I'm sure you are too. Which one? Ice Fairing Guard. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, that one got pushed back uh, a little bit later this year, but oh my gosh, that is a blast to play. I had a lot of fun playing it. Spoiler alert: that may be coming soon in our co-op chat. Yes. Yes, it's looking, it's 
I'm feeling pretty confident it's coming out this year. So just a little bit later. Because it originally was, oh, yeah, first quarter. Now it's second quarter. Now it's looking at third or fourth quarter at this point. So, yeah. But um, it's also one of those games that when I talk with the designer, he's like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that we take the time we need to make it the best product as possible. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm really excited for these games. But at the same time, it's not – there's so many other games to play. So whenever a game comes out, I'm normally okay with it. So I, I've got that point as well, Steve. I mean, it, it, I I totally understand when people are first getting this hobby and being like, "No, they're pushing my game back." It's like that's the one you've been looking forward to and stuff like that. But at uh, my state and probably your state as well, there's there's a lot back here I haven't fully enjoyed yet. So if something's being pushed back to make it better, I am totally for it. Though I can see both sides of this, where it's like, but they said it would come and like be that. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if horror snow here found out primal's delayed like oh I'm gonna, we're gonna delay it about a year and a half i'm sure she'd be like crushed because that sure there's other games she could play but that's something she was really really excited for so i can totally understand both sides of this story for sure for sure i know uh, snow also mentioned uh, keep the heroes out which i really excited for that one i don't don't, don't know that's coming out this year it might be um there's a oh my gosh there's so many games we can keep going but yes right. we'll have to talk about this next week for sure because yes, there's yes, a ton ton more to mention this is true. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for joining on this chat. It was a lot of fun. We're gonna keep this. We are back for foreseeable future. Continuing on with these weekly yep. chats. A couple weeks other... off. We're back. We're ready to dig in. We're ready to be here for co-op needs and all the fun and excitement that goes along with it. It's super good to have you on the comments section because it really keeps us motivated, keeps us going, and on top of that, gives us something to talk about. We're just sitting here looking at each other. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marcel. We'll 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 get we'll plan for maybe a longer one next time. How about that? Let me get up for you. Yeah. So <laughs> I know too quick. So uh okay. Cool. Well Steve, it's always a pleasure to be here. It's awesome to see you. I'm glad everything is well with you and it's glad you had a good holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to next week and with talking with you and everybody else that is here. Excellent. Awesome. Thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you at the next stop. Bye bye. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.